A man once told me that he no longer needed God because science would answer all his questions. This is nothing new. Advances in science are often met with great enthusiasm and are quickly interpreted to mean there really is no need for God until one comes to the realization that science has a limit. It is incapable of answering man's most fundamental questions. What is the purpose of my existence? What is the meaning of my life? That man's comment is an excellent jumping point for today's feast, the Feast of Epiphany, the discovery of the Christ child by the Magi. In past years, I have preached on the various theories about the Magi, how they are mentioned in the book of the prophet Jeremiah being present at the conquest of Jerusalem and the destruction of the temple by King Nebuchadnezzar in 587 BC, how they were highly regarded in non-biblical literature throughout antiquity as scholars noted for their meticulous study of all kinds of religious texts their mathematical skills, and particularly their astronomical observations that allowed caravans to navigate through the desert at night. I have shared a variety of fascinating theories to explain the Star of Bethlehem, and it seems that many of these theories are being refined, and I would urge you, go online and check these out for yourselves. Most especially go to EWTN. And I have shared how the universal respect given to the Magi rapidly deteriorated after their discovery and worship of the Son of God. How they quickly became labeled as charlatans, quacks, magicians. The biblical account of the Magi can be summed up in this way. They represent the best of human reason with all of its flaws and errors, being used by God to discover the truth, because man is designed for truth. As St. Augustine said in the late 4th, early 5th century, all truth is God's truth. Among the reasons I felt compelled to leave my Protestant tradition and embrace Catholicism was the church's long position that faith and reason are not polar opposites, but rather they complement each other. I recall being in a philosophy lecture, jolted when I first heard the expression, fides quarens intellectum, faith seeking understanding. That genuine faith is never afraid to have questions asked of it. It was the great 16th century reformer, Martin Luther, who coined the famous phrase, reason is the devil's whore. Now, to be fair, Luther, we have to put this in proper context, Luther deeply resented the growing influence of the philosophy of Aristotle in the universities, which was the result of the work of St. Thomas Aquinas in the 13th century. For Luther, reason must always be subordinated to faith. For St. Thomas, 
The doctrines of faith can and should be examined by reason, for faith has nothing to fear from reason. Now let me give an example of this elegant Catholic position by jumping into the 20th century. Who established, created the Big Bang Theory? How many think it was Albert Einstein? Good, because if you had raised your hand, you'd be wrong. It was a Catholic priest, Father George Lemaitre, a Belgian. He was born in 1894 and died in 1966. He earned a PhD in mathematics, I think in 1920, and a PhD in physics from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology in 1925. He studied under the great Arthur Eddington, an English astrophysicist whose observations helped to confirm Einstein's theory of relativity and the bending of light. Obviously, Father Lemaitre spent years to obtain impeccable scientific credentials while also serving the church as a faithful priest. In 1927, Father Lemaitre published a paper arguing that the universe was not static, as Einstein and most physicists of the era believed. Rather, it was dynamic and expanding. His paper was entitled, A Homogeneous Universe of Constant Mass and Growing Radius Accounting for the Radial Velocity of Extragalactic Nebulae. Just kind of grabs you, doesn't it? I mean, don't you just want to head off to the library right now and check this baby out? <laughs> Father Lemaitre argued that the universe expanded from what he called a primeval atom. Sometimes I think it was referred to as the cosmic egg. And then it exploded at the moment of creation. This, in turn, was dubbed the Big Bang Theory, though at that time, the term was meant to be an insult by those who resisted Father Lemaitre's theory. Einstein was not pleased at all with the priest and told Father, your math is correct, but your physics is abominable. In time, however, Einstein had the humility to see that the priest's calculations and conclusion that the universe did have a beginning and expanded were correct. Later, Einstein said of the theory, this is the most beautiful and satisfactory explanation of creation to which I ever listened. Father Lemaitre was a man of faith and science who served as a bridge between the two. As is true for all who serve as bridges, he was often stepped on. He suffered the criticism of believers who thought he had paid insufficient attention to the role of faith in scripture. And he suffered from fellow scientists who rejected his research for no other reason than he was a Catholic priest ensnared in superstition. Father, however, held to what is quintessentially Catholic, that faith and science are not polar opposites, incapable of speaking to each other. They are complementary endeavors 
in search of truth. For Father Lemaitre, theology must respect the autonomy of scientific inquiry, and science must be impartial to faith. Much of the conflict between science and faith today is, and it frankly just has to be said, is a willful ignorance of and a lack of respect for the nature of the questions that each asks and the methods that each employs to answer the questions. Science asks, how did the universe come into existence? What happened when it came into being? What principles, what laws governed the universe at the atomic and the subatomic levels? Faith asks a very different set of questions. Why does the universe exist? Does it have a purpose? What is man's role in it? What does creation tell us about God and his relationship to what he creates? What does the existence of man as a rational being reveal about God? The scientist and the theologian could each spend a lifetime seeking answers to their questions, and it would not be a wasted life. Science and faith are each pursuing the truth but each goes about it very differently. Distrust between them occurs when, the re when respect that each is pursuing the truth is absent. When the nature of the questions, the methods used to answer the questions are misunderstood, confused, or even worse, when one system arrogantly imposes itself on the other with idiotic declarations such as evolution is biblically impossible or science has proven that there is no God, then the beauty of each is muddied. Science and faith both lose. Truth loses, which is always tragic for the advancement of man. The account of the Magi, as this Christmas season draws to a close, asks us not to simply reflect on an ancient, mysterious event, but the ongoing mystery that the author of truth, God, has always been and is now calling men and women to seek him he uses whatever knowledge level we have, however imperfect, to draw us to himself because he is the truth that all men and women are designed to seek. It is a marvelous journey. All are called to, and all will always be called to until the Lord comes and brings history to its end.